a view in the future of the Field of Breeze family. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening, Rihanna? Well, we talked about the subject of this podcast is our view on the future. And then I love that you start with a view in the future of the Field of Breeze family, which is in essence the same, but also not. It's like, I was totally surprised. I loved it. Okay, cool. I yeah. think it's all about leveling up mm. and raising your standards. Mm. Um, so what are our current standards? Our, our current standards are we are living on a beautiful boat. Mm -hmm. We are building our first boutique resort. Mm -hmm. We are driving up and down with, um, with an old Land Rover Defender. Mm -hmm. And we are living, let's say, in one of the most beautiful countries here in, Euro in, the, in Europe. Mm -hmm. So, how would our future look like, right? Yeah. So, how I look at our future is that we are leveling up on all things we are doing. And that's impacting more and more people mm -hmm. uh, to create, let's say, that lasting change in um, their most desired life. Mm -hmm. um, building, running our first boutique resort and already looking for new places where we can establish, let's say, new resorts. Mm -hmm. um, having that beautiful Land Rover Defender we call Lily mm -hmm. in a beautiful state mm -hmm. because we abused her a little bit the last years. couple of years <laughs> and she needs some... Love and attention. Yes, she definitely needs some love and attention, but I would really would love to step it up because when we were in Ibiza on the first time, the first uh, year in our uh, sailing career, in, in our sailing uh, <laughs> trip, yes. we saw that uh, beautiful Land Rovers mm. restored, and we said, "Hey, this that's is what, what we're we gonna want. do. Yeah. That's what we're gonna do." Regarding the boat, yeah, that's an interesting one, yeah. right? Yeah. So this boat is something special. The perfect sense is something special. But, but. <laughs> if you want to level up, and level up doesn't mean that you have to go bigger. No. Or more luxurious. No. Or, but it should fit, let's say, our lifestyle at the moment. Yeah. And in the moment, we are a little bit in between because we are living on sea mm -hmm. and we are living on the land. Yeah. And... We combine that and then we don't need, let's say, that big boat anymore. No. And it's going to be like three years. So what are what do we do for three years? Yeah. Are we going to stay on the perfect sense or are we going to go for another one, a little bit smaller? For the time being. For the time for the, being. For the feeling the breeze in the bay. <laughs> feeling the breeze in the bay, what would fits better. With also like the look and vibe because it's then going to be this really... A little bit smaller, but it's really classic, a really classic yacht. Yeah. Small. <laughs> Small, still uh, but very, 11, 12 meters. Yeah, but if you if you look at it, it's like, it's a pearl. It's yeah. It's something special. Yeah. Yeah. It's really classic. We actually know already a little bit what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. And then in the next, uh, after three years, when we start, let's say, exploring again, sailing, by sailing boat mm -hmm. to um, to level up again yeah. and to go for um, around uh, 35, 40 meters yeah. sailing yacht with yeah. crew. Yeah, because, because that's important. We It's about the crew. That's why we want so big. 
so big. But yeah, it is big. It yeah. is big. For us, it's big. It's yeah. 35 up to 40 meters. That's, yeah, uh, that's So we need at least a crew of three, yeah. maybe three up to five. Yeah. And why we do we want to have a crew? Because everything we do, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Building the resort, uh, sailing, doing all the maintenance. Uh, cooking, cleaning. Cooking, running, running a family without a support system. So no. we want to have, let's say, because our most desired lifestyle is traveling, setting up businesses and impact and have an impact on as many people as, as possible. possible to start living yeah. their most desired life. Yeah. So that means that we don't want to do, let's say, all the jobs anymore. No. Like cooking, fit. cleaning. No. And it's not that we feel too good, that no. we feel ourselves too good to do it, but it's just like if we can choose to outsource it so that we can spend our time more wisely and we have more impact and with more meaning and fulfilling, yeah, then it's the, the decision is easy, right? Yeah. And I want to take it one step further if mm-hmm. we really look into the future. So we want to create these five luxury boutique resorts all around the world. Mm-hmm. And we travel between them and mm-hmm. our guests as well mm-hmm. by sailing boats mm-hmm. and by zeppelins. Yeah. <laughs> and zeppelins was something what was a topic in my previous company as well. Yeah. To create slow traveling. Yeah. Instead of, let's say, high pace by airplane, polluting. Yeah. No, slow traveling. So imagine, imagine <laughs> you book a trip, you book an experience. On one of the Navi resorts, and you can, you will be picked up from the front door of your house. And you will be transported to a beautiful zeppelin, and you go up, and you make that trip. And you go towards that resort, and you fly over mountains, you fly over seas, you fly over beautiful cities, and you experience it all. And you are sitting there. Just relaxing, like in a chair where you can read a book. And you are overlooking all these different kinds of landscapes. And then you you come to that resort and you feel in a place called heaven. That's what I see is as our future. <laughs> Beautiful. It's so funny because I totally agree. I, uh, see Again. It, I see this as well. But it's like when I took this in this subject, our view on the future, I didn't mean our feel the breeze future. <laughs> ah, what did you mean? Well, I, I, um, I meant the the view on the future. Like, how do we think life will be in 10, 20, 30, 40 years? On, on, on Earth? In, in general, yeah. And how you can move and navigate through that. And even with quite some challenging and changes still live well what we just shared your desired life your your vision you have for the future because i think being independent of systems is going to be the best thing you can do to keep freedom and uh, we're going to create a new podcast uh, it will be published after this one, which is fully dedicated to uh, why freedom from systems is so important. So we dive more into that. But why it is so important? Because if you look at what happened with COVID, your rights could be taken away so easily. And suddenly you're stuck in a city. Can't even buy toilet paper anymore. 
because everybody bought it. You can't go out for some fresh air because people think you maybe get sick or make others sick. So you sit there, locked up. We all know this. It's been, we've been through it. Well, we did it a little bit different, but most know it. Mm-hmm. It just happens suddenly. And I don't think this is going to be the last time that something like this will happen. Like we have now artificial intelligence and robots coming. They're going to take over the world in the sense of like a lot of jobs will disappear. Mm-hmm. So what will happen? People need a stable income. That will be provided. That's why we get a digital currency. So people will get money from the governments to live so they don't have to work. But in exchange, they probably have to do some things to keep that amount of cash. And that's for everybody, there will be a job anymore. Unless you are super creative. Because I think the market will always find ways. People will always want certain things. We have a consumer-driven behavior in us, desire. So I think like the creatives, the people that can make things that robots and artificial intelligence can't make yet. To have that. Experiences. To get a feeling, a vibe. I think artificial intelligence can make beautiful music in the in the future. Mm-hmm. It can already create insanely beautiful art. But like an experience, the experience you feel when somebody touches you with their energy, or when they take you on an adventure and show you this beautiful spot nobody knows in the mountains, or let you experience sailing, or driving up in a land over the vendor, yeah. or let you live off the grid fully self-sufficient with no internet or artificial intelligence around, just to remember again. How we used to live. I think we get a shift in jobs. And I think this can go so fast. And then you need to make sure that you have your own income streams and do not need to be depending on what the government gives you, like the minimum wage, like the minimum income. And then the food chain. We do like there is not enough food, but there is more than enough food. There is an abundance of food. There get so many food destructed, like thrown away because it's expired. Or look into nature. Yeah. If we drive around here, like the fixed trees and the figs that fall off, there are <laughs> so many. And now the pomegranate or the sage and the rosemary. It's something funny, huh? Uh, I really like that you are, have had different approach, let's say, about the future <laughs> <laughs> um, regarding this topic on this podcast, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's so funny that we see, let's say, the figs are hanging on the tree, so you can pick them. Yeah. Boy. And when you go to the supermarket, the same figs are, let's say, boxed. Yeah. And people are buying them. Yeah. And the and, and fig trees across and, the and street. And 100 meters further, yeah. you can pick them Directly from the trees. But people, they don't have the time or don't have the willingness. Or feel ashamed. Or feel ashamed, indeed, to pick directly from the tree. They rather pay for it than to... And this is is, uh, something, when you talk about conditioning, 
and how it should be. Yeah. Eh? Yeah. This is something very interesting. Yeah, you're right. I always, I'm the one who catches the fix uh, in the family. <laughs> I really no, no, climb no, no. the trees. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay listen, listen. <laughs> I, y- yes, you are, darling. Um, but I'm taking care of the kids and the car. Yes. And you are climbing trees <laughs> like a like a mountain goat. And then all of a sudden you are on top of the tree <laughs> picking the best fix to, yeah, the to find them. The yeah, but thickest. this Yeah, so what we do, what we do with the fix. So we have the fix and then we bring them to the boat, we wash them, then we create some beautiful chocolate and we dip them in and then we put them in the freezer. And then the next morning we have this for breakfast. Yeah. Can you imagine if you bite, first it's a little bit hard (laughs) and then you bite in that fig, that smooth, sweet fig. This is like a a five-star treat, right? Yeah. It's a five-star treat. Yeah, you can create. You can so find many, it on the street. Yeah, you can make so many beautiful luxury for yourself without. Yeah, you have to pay for the chocolate. Yes, of course, but, but it, does, it, it for me it doesn't have anything to do with money. Because the five star experience are living on are are are, are on the street. Yeah, you can grasp them. Mm-hmm. You can grasp them, but you have to let's say experience that feeling and that senses and to really find the time. And creativity. Yeah, but also the time to experience it. Yeah. Because how many people are just, let's say, going to the supermarket, they are buying that cookie and they are eating that cookie (laughs) without really enjoying it. Yeah. Because we don't have time. Because we are rushing. Even when we are on holiday, we see it every day. Yeah. Rushing. Yeah. Rushing to take that, let's say, that next Instagram selfie or whatever, but yeah. not being in the present, not taking, let's say, that beautiful piece of art of that fig yeah. from the tree. Yeah. Take the time to 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 pick it, to make something beautiful out of it, and to enjoy it. Yeah, and I think if we look at the future, it will go even worse. I think we have two like main cultures being created like the first who just want to live in nature and don't want anything to do with the technology Mm -hmm. and the other part who just gets consumed by virtual reality yeah like they need to work and they or maybe they have their uh fixed income fixed income but they can't afford anything else than that little apartment in the city they can't even afford to go out on a holiday outside so what do they do they stepped in the virtual reality glasses and in the virtual world where they can create mm-hmm. anything and everything they desire. And I think that this will evolve tremendously. And is that bad? Is I don't know. Bad? I don't know. I think if people really want it, it is not bad. But I don't know if people really want it or that they are conditioned. Uh, it's I very interesting it, I, because I, I met people along the way in our journeys as well. And they said, I can look everything up by Google Earth. So I don't have to go there. Yeah. And I think that kind of people, they will buy, let's say, that VR. Um, but is it true that they don't want to go there? Is it true that I would love to take so, such a person mm-hmm. and let them and train them in being present mm-hmm. in just being yes. and then take them to a Google Earth place, yeah. but then in real life? Yeah, and now we're talking about truest desires. And then, And then I want to know, like, okay, was Google Earth enough? Or now with the skill of being able to be present and being in the here and now and fully absorbing everything that happens around you, was Google Earth enough? 
or what was the reason? Money. The reason money, because Google Earth is more more than enough. I can look it up because it doesn't cost money. Yeah. Maybe that's the driver for that person. Yeah. What is the real driver? So what's the real driver? What's your real desire? Yeah. And and those, I think we're already, li- of, uh, we can discuss like, are we already living in the matrix? If you dive deep in deep, uh, Deepak Chopra around energy and what we see, if that's true. And if we can actually, in science, can prove that what we see is real. Is it tangible or is it just energy things vibrating and connecting? So that's a whole different part. But we get the real matrix will be like the virtual reality will people escape in. Mm-hmm. And then the question is, are they really escaping or are they really? I think there's also some art in virtual reality. It's like you can be in fairy tale and fly around. You can and, and feel like as if you are really fa- flying. It's mm-hmm. like it, you can create, you can make the dreams that are not creatable in real life. You can create them and experience them. Yeah. But I think that's also like like kind of a drug, maybe even. Should, yeah. I find it really, but like, I, I really think that there will be people who get fully sucked up in a virtual reality scene and people who say, I don't want anything to do with it. So there's Yeah, I want to be just uh, in nature. Yeah. And if you're talking about climate change, yeah, I think we need to really use just common sense. Like... We are really not using the, the world in a proper way, like living in balance with her and doing the things. And I do think that the climate is changing. Mm-hmm. But is it true that we are the main driver of the climate change? I think we have an impact, but do we have such an impact? And w- what do you mean by we? We as human beings. We as human beings. Yeah, do we have such a big impact? Or is our impact just a little bump in the overall fluctuation? You see with climate change, we have ice ages and we have very hot periods. We have interglacial periods in in the history of the Earth. And within each period, you have, you have waves again, like very hot years and very cold years. And, that wa- and those waves are on bigger waves and those bigger waves are again on bigger waves. Mm-hmm. It's like... I think it can, if you look at the history, I asked ChatGPT and probably is all right. You never know. Uh, but I asked like, what was the hottest period Earth ever experienced in history? And it answered me like five degrees warmer than it is now. What was the coldest period Earth ever experienced on an average five degrees lower than it is now? So that's the bandwidth. I think, I don't know, because I don't know if ChatGPT is right. No. But I found it interesting, like, okay, we still have like five degrees on average to go. Yeah. But I do think that human beings, that we as, as, as humans have a, have a big impact because we yeah. are extracting and we are over-consuming, right? Yes, definitely. So we are, we are, we are cutting down trees, uh, yeah. we are polluting with, with uh, and this is also one of the reasons why we love Montenegro. Yeah. In a radius of 500 kilometers around where we are living now, there is no heavy industry. No. You have clean water, clean air. And this is, this is what makes it so different and so, for us, so appealing. Yeah. yeah. And for many, actually, there was this video you sent to me on YouTube that uh, Montenegro is one of the, the number one country to live in the world. Yeah. For yeah. 1,000 euros a month budget. Yeah. 
I loved it. Yeah, yeah low taxes, yeah. big nature, lots of experience, lots of yeah. uh, things to do, skiing uh, yeah. and sailing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I, I absolutely agree that we are doing the wrong things. We just need to use common sense and live in balance with nature. Like, hello, wake up, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then, right? but then it doesn't mean, then it does mean that you have, let's say, to pick the fix again, to make your own. Yeah, of course. We to, need to change. Everything needs to change. And I, I'm a, I'm a really, real. I'm even a fond of like having a guaranteed income or a four-hour workday as as normal mm -hmm. why because i strongly believe that and we need to condition people again but there comes power looking around the corner but if we condition people like okay you're going to lose your job but you get a fixed income or you're going to lose your job in the sense of you got only can work four hours a day but you get a full salary which you can live by what will happen if we condition people like grow your own food again spend more time with your kids mm-hmm Be more with your community. What would happen if we would do that? I believe this will, let's say from a governmental point of view, this will decrease the cost of healthcare, Care. of... Uh, Police. Yes. Fire Big departments. Time. Everything. Because Big community time. will fix it. Community will be there for each other. Yeah. And But what, what is happening right now, that is not being conditioned in people. What actually is happening now is that people try to take control over the food chain. Look at what Bill Gates is doing in America. Mm -hmm. He's buying up all the, the big producing food lands that there are. And what you get then, you lose control. Even in the Netherlands, it's not allowed anymore to sell your own seeds to other hobby gardeners. It's, it's not, not allowed, allowed anymore. anymore. No, because... It could be that your seeds are wrong or not healthy. Yeah, because you have like, if you if you cross certain um, vegetables like uh, cucumbers and uh, courgettes, yeah. uh, you can get new seeds that produce fruits that are really unhealthy. Like the, there's too much of uh, bolletism. I, th I don't know how you say it in English. In it. Okay, not healthy. But they're not healthy. Or so, not healthy or dangerous? Dangerous. Dangerous. You can okay. kill yourself. If you eat too much, but okay. you already, if you taste the cucumber, it's very bitter. So you already know when it's mixed and when it's not good. But if that's the case, I would say, okay, then make people aware of the consequences yeah. and don't arrange everything for people. Yeah. But I don't think that's the driving force. I think the driving force is to get to control over the food chain. Because if you control food, you control the people. Yeah. But if the people start growing their own food. Yeah. Then you give power to the people. Yeah. But what if you get a fixed salary for not working, but you have to give your home to the government mm -hmm. and you have to pay a fixed amount, amount of rent? But you are you are taken care of because you, you get your monthly wage from yeah. the government without working. So you think, hey, fun. But then they ask all, all certain conditions yeah. of you before you can do and that is it, and is it allowed let's say to to have a side hustle next to your fixed income right yeah and is it allowed to catch rainwater from your own roof to water your plants yeah. in the netherlands it's not allowed everywhere anymore because the water needs to go to the ground for enough drinking water and maybe that's true i don't know it could be but um if i think about how we make water in our boat from mm -hmm. 
I would think we have an abundance of drinking water. If we would make water makers. Yeah. So we make water makers, we extract, let's say, water from the sea, make it into drinking water. Then I think we have to add some, some minerals, minerals and, and that kind of stuff. You drink it. And then like Benjamin and I, we're just pissing overboard and put it back in the <laughs> <Yeah>. sea again. <laughs> yeah. And I also think like if you look at the the biggest aquifer, 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 yeah, I don't know how you say it. Sorry, my English is not too good for that part. But the biggest source of drinking water mm -hmm. is a huge, huge karst landscape where we are actually living right now. Yeah. This is one of the biggest sources of drinking water in Europe. In the European continent, even. Yeah. And there's more than enough here. You only need to like distribute it in the right way, but there's more than enough. So it's really funny, right? So I don't say you need to be a doom doom tinker, but just be smart. Just be smart. Yeah, smart and get back to your core, right? Get back yeah. to let's say the the essence. Yeah. The essence of, of being of being of connected living. to yeah. You don't have to be smart. No. You don't have to be but smart. But you need to be streetwise smart. Yes, That's what indeed. I mean. Okay. You okay, don't have cool. to be intelligent. No, but no, just be uh, smart. Okay. Thanks. Thanks for yeah. 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 Okay, cool. So in the next podcast we do a little bit more deep dive why it's so important to live without systems. And one of them is about this system and now you know why we find it very important. Yeah. But we're going to talk a lot about also the systems within families, the systems within how you program yourself. It's going to be an amazing insightful episode. So yeah. uh Yeah. Stick and around for that one. And that's why our uh, our program is called Freedom. Yeah. So it's not only f it's freedom in the mind, it's financial freedom, but it's also freedom, let's say, from systems. Systems. Yeah. Freedom from what society thinks. Yeah. Or society expects from you. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you do have to live like us, like totally out of a system. No, but the. But it, it's important that you can move freely. Within the system. Yeah. So that and if that you, you want to rare. step out, you can step out. Yeah. Yeah. You are aware and you know the tools. Yeah. And that's what we talk about in module five of uh, freedom. Cool. So um, if this episode resonated with you, then uh, let us know. We love to f continue the discussion um, offline or online, wherever you can find us. And um, yeah. And if you really take this serious... I want to do something with this and get more connected with your desires and, and, and being and be prepared and uh, make out of life an art, then uh, maybe Freedom is a beautiful program for you to join. I actually know it is. But um, yeah. It's up to you. Up freedom. To you. <laughs> Thank freedom. you for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Freedom. Bye-bye. <laughs>